25 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to. They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the West right tight. This will be national championship The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. Yo! Uh, let's roll, baby. It's rolling. Let's roll. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I see what you did there. Here on the show in the Farm Bureau studio, Farm Bureau, go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau. Farm Bureau Insurance, local agents in all 82 counties, your hometown heroes, they can get it done for you. In your time of need. Now, there's a lot going on, including, Roger, I'm going to type in a title here on the Periscope stream, which is Twitter. Let's see, what should it say? Tuesday show, hour one in the, now listen up, everybody, at, this is a Twitter handle, at Farm Bureau MS. And, you know, we we, can, we were enjoying the EAUX Go. stuff. Yeah. So Farm Bureau gives you the EAU, right? It's kind of in the same vein of what everybody's doing. Go Tigers and Joe and Burrow and how about Farm Bureau at Farm Bureau MS? Something the, tells me they might want to go ahead and uh, nail that website down. <laughs> they may want to just Instead go ahead and make national sure champions. Maybe they want to move over there a little bit. Absolutely. I'm going to turn the exposure down just a little bit where we can see what's on the TV back there rotating behind us and. We're good to go. All right, so we're streaming on Facebook, streaming on Twitter, obviously streaming live at thezone1059.com, so if you're out and about, pull it up on your phone. You can watch and see and hear and all that good stuff. And hey to everybody, staying connected to you today because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. Now, I am in Jackson. I'm sitting right across from Roger here, and Roger on the way down today I had to make. I left Tupelo. I had to make a stop in Starkville for an interview. Back on the road, head this way, get down. You know, so I spent a good. You know, it's even if you don't three or stop. Four hours at least. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. a three. If you even if you don't stop, it's a three and a half, four hour trip. Right. You know, Tupelo to here, but stop in between all that time. Lots of miles. The entire trip was made through a driving rain. It never let up. The it only rained harder. You needed a Moses hood ornament. Just before noon, in the eleven o'clock hour, driving in, like coming down I fifty five South, coming you know into, well through Ridgeland, past the Natchez Trace, on down here we are at County Line Road. It just rained harder and harder and harder. And here's what drives me crazy: there's a guy in a truck, big dually pickup truck, you know. He's got the rails along the bed. He's driving along in this. You can't see 20 feet either side of any vehicle. He doesn't have his lights on. Oh, man. He gets right behind me and, is in, and wants to follow wherever I'm going. I hate those guys. With no headlights. And, those. Roger, look, 
in the rearview mirror, if he goes beyond 20 yards behind me, I can't see him at all. Doesn't turn his lights on. How do you let somebody know to turn their lights on when they're behind you? I, I don't think you can. A little brake check. Well, you could, but that's exactly what I don't want to do because no. he doesn't have his lights on. Right. You know, so make a long story short. Why do they want to just spend their time in the danger zone back there? Yeah. Taking up your safe space. Well, I'm, my thing is like, there ought to be like an international hand signal there is. for, hey, your lights are off. There is. It's a universal It's a, It works for a lot of different things. <laughs> you're saying it also stands for, hey, you're number one. It's a thought-provoking gesture. Which might, now, why did he do that? <laughs> thought-provoking is right. <laughs> uh, picking up what you're putting down. Guy All that right. might have a gun. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so LSU, your national champion. How's everybody feel about that? How is everybody feeling today about Coach O and Joe Burrow and uh, all that? What was it? Uh, so that was their 15th win. Best thing I saw was the most simple meme you could possibly dream up. And it was just, it said on Facebook, 15 dash, and then a picture of Ed Ogeron's face. 15 and 0. <laughs> That's what it was. 15 and 0. Um, Less is more. Real quick, uh, we're going to get into the game, kind of what you think and all that kind of stuff. If you're tuning in on Facebook, give me a sec. I'm going to work on it here. Uh, Give me just a second to get your comments pulled up. I promise I will. It'll take me just a sec to make sure I can see those. Uh, And then when I do, we'll be off and running, obviously, uh, for anything that you want to say on the show. First up, though, on the text line, which is 885-ESPN. Got me? 885-ESPN, that is a 601 number, 885-ESPN or 885-3776. Bill on the text line says, Roger went straight to break check. Man's man. (laughs) What you doing back there, man? Back on up, buddy. But that's the thing. I mean, it was raining so hard. I'm telling you, I'm not exaggerating. Literally 25 yards behind you, you can't see the car because he didn't have his lights on. So you brake check him. He's going. Here he comes. Yeah. They're, they're as they, wet if, as everything was. If they made him for a Cadillac, I'd get those Yosemite Sam uh, mud flaps. Yeah. Back off. Yeah. <laughs> the guns blazing. Uh, right. The the classic mud flaps. Who are the the other ones? Are the naked lady? Yeah. Mud flaps. Yeah. Re- um, reclining comfortably. <laughs> Nude. Nick. Nick on the text line says, "I haven't had a vehicle." that I had to manually turn my lights on in years. Well, the thing about that, Nick, is we know that even the automatic ones have a setting where you can, if you get it turned to the right one, they will go from automatic to manual. Tells me he may have been up to something at night he should have been up to. I had them off and forgot mm. to flip them back on today. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Roger. You know, that that could very well be it. Might have been out there looking for some deer. Hmm. You think? I've gone from a traffic violation to uh, poaching. We're going to just accuse him of everything we can think of here today. Low that's down, what, low that's down, dirty dog. That's what we're going to do. All right. Jason on the text line says, I love it. Knowing Ole Miss has to try to sleep at night, knowing they fired him makes it so much better. Insert Dr. Evil laughing gif here. <laughs> Jason, the state fan, says, hey, Ole Miss, you fired O. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, I was a little late on that. <laughs> that, that is- boy, Bo. 
Man, Bo was riled up. They're having fun, man. Whoever cracked him up, and that clip cracked him up. Brooks says, I think this is a different Brooks. Not the real Brooks. Yeah, a different Brooks. McJack. This is not Brooks and McJack. This is a different Brooks. I just saw Brooks, Chris Brooks, a little bit ago. And we saw Beaver as well. Brooks says, Joe is the real deal to me. I think he's going to be a star at the next level. Let me ask you a question. I posted this on Twitter last night. I'm curious what you think. I'm curious if you kind of agree with what I was intimating. When I tweeted, has there ever been a more surefire thing at the first pick, at pick number one, than Joe Burrow? Has there? Has there ever been a more surefire thing at pick number one than Joe Burrow? Tell me. Now, I got a ton of responses to that, okay? And as you would imagine, there was a whole lot of Manning and a whole lot of uh, Andrew Luck and, and all this. But but really think about it now. Think about it. I'm not the only one saying you just, you know, 15-0 with what he did on offense and he 15-0 win a national championship, come through the best conference in America, and set a new college football record for touchdown passes in a season. You know, what we saw was historic. That's it. What we saw is something that, um, you know, we're likely to never see again. That's what we saw. So I'm just curious, you know, if we're on the ball, if we're in the ballpark with you, with what you think. What I think is there has never been a more surefire thing, a safer bet with the number one pick than Joe Burrow. Seriously. Now, football people, coaches, people in the know that understand the game will tell you, Matt, listen now, those LSU receivers make it go. Joe Burrow doesn't have those numbers, doesn't do those things if it's not for number one out there and number six and number two and who are you know. Well, okay. That's right. But, you know, I would argue, too, that 99% of the quarterbacks in college football, even with those receivers, don't do what Joe Burrow did. So, yeah, they, they stacked them up. There's no question about it. They stacked them up. Uh, I'm going to go uh, text here, and then I'm coming to the phone line. G from Florence says, Matt, the question I ponder is this. Is Ed Orgeron going to experience a one-and-done championship, or can he get back there again? No other coach at LSU has been able to go back and win it there, and, and that's right. So they do have the three national titles in the last 17 years. It's with three different coaches. You know, why can a Saban repeat? Why couldn't a, a Les Miles repeat, and will Ed Orgeron be able to repeat? Look, it's hard to repeat for everybody. Look at Clemson. You know, look at Alabama. It's it's hard to go get more than one. It's hard to repeat. And just because you don't doesn't mean you're not doing a good job. Okay? But LSU's going to lose this quarterback and these receivers and that pass rusher. And, yeah, they're going to stack up with talent. And, boy, the left tackle's so good. Isn't he the guy from around here, Charles, 77? There's a huge play on a screen pass last night. His block downfield on the corner and running out in front of that was just so impressive. But, anyway, 
they're going to take a step back next year. They are. They won't be as good offensively. It doesn't mean they don't have a chance to go undefeated again, though. Uh, they do, and they will. Uh, you have a chance is what I'm saying. All right, Chris on the Divinity Equipment phone line, Divinity Equipment in Madison and Jackson. Your Kubota dealer, the oldest Kubota dealer in the United States of America. What's up, Chris? What's up, Matt? Hey, man, um, kudos to LSU. You know, glad they did it. Really didn't even watch the game because I really didn't care because I'm a state fan. So just glad that the SEC won. But, hey, I got a, I got a, I got a question for you that's probably hadn't been asked to you. Was this, this John Cohen move, was that not the most Jerry Jones move that you could ever make? I mean, and when I say that is, is because Jerry Jones is known for throwing out, for throwing out like, you know, big news right in the middle so that, so that the Cowboys are in the spotlight while all the other big stuff is going on. <laughs> and I mean, that's, Really, though, I mean, half the country's talking about the national championship and the other half the country's talking about Mississippi State. Hey, I told – I was the last caller and yesterday and didn't get in, and I told Roger, I said, since the other day since I heard this, it's kind of – this song's been going through my head because of all the, the crazy stuff that's been coming out of Starkville. It's kind of like – you remember that song, Hey, Hey, We're the Monkeys? That song has been going through my head because there's so much craziness coming out of uh, <laughs> coming out of Starfall. I mean, you don't ever know what the man says. Everybody's going to be tuned in. And I'm loving it. Hey, I'm loving it. I think this is the biggest the biggest hire that Mississippi State has ever made as far as football goes because we're going to be in the spotlight forever. How long he's there? But let me ask you this: Did when they hired Jackie Sherrill, he had a national championship under his belt, didn't he? I think so. I was, I was and, thinking I mean, that Coach you know, Cheryl won one at Texas that. A&M. And I know the whole, you know, got in trouble with the NCAA thing uh, at, at A&M, which I think a lot of people in Aggie land and maybe Coach Cheryl himself to a degree blame that on Texas. It's yeah. like, really? Yeah. Really? Oklahoma's yeah. coming into Mississippi spending, in the 80s now, spending hundreds of thousands of dollars to, air quotes, recruit Marcus Dupree. Okay. The Mississippi schools in state can't even come close to touching what they're spending on getting Marcus Dupree to come, Dupree to, come to Oklahoma. Everybody knows it. Yet we're gonna go after Jackie Sherrill at Texas A&M. That's what we're gonna do. Yeah, well, I mean Jackie was a good hire. Don't get me wrong. I think it was, but I think that the amount of punch factor and the impact that Mike Leach has made. I mean, just because I guess just because of the social media network. Yeah, I mean you know right. I, I mean that's that's yeah. it. I Hadn't mean I don't I don't think that hadn't heard the lane train come by in a while. <laughs> no, we haven't. We really haven't. And and hey, I mean that shut that up. But I mean that's like like I'm serious. Like that's the biggest Jerry Jones move in the world is for him to throw something out there like they haven't announced the rest of the staff and everything in Dallas. I bet you some money you bank on this. The week of the Super Bowl, Dallas will bring out all their staff and they'll lay it out there in front of everybody. And then they'll be the talk of the town, even with the Super Bowl going on. Yeah. I mean, that's Jerry Jones for you. So, I mean, you know, that's kind of I Trumpian. thought about that and I started laughing. Well, I would say yeah, this, I mean, Chris. I do get, I totally get the parallel that you're making right there. But this, it wasn't like they intentionally 
waited to fire Joe Moorhead until after the bowl game just so that it would line up timing-wise to make a splash hire during national championship season. It just happened that way. Now, yeah, all what you say is true, but it's not like they planned it out. When did when did they first reach out to Mike or vice versa? Was well, it during the season or was it after the Egg Bowl? No, no, it was after, after the bowl the, game. After the bowl game. So they, that was their first contact. The, yes, we're told their first contact was I think on that Tuesday. So the the I, let me go back here. Okay, the bowl game was on the thirtieth, which was a Monday. That following Friday is when the firing was official of Joe Moorhead, I believe. The next Friday, That's right. this past Friday, we had Mike Leach hired. And in between on that Tuesday is when I understand they reached out to Mike Leach. Yeah. And all these people, all these state fans that was pulling their hair out about how long it was taking, all that crap that you were doing, and I'm sitting here telling you on all three of these shows, just calm down. And y'all pulled all that hair out. You can't put it back. If you oh, think you can put hair me, back in your head, yeah. ask Matt. That's what I was just Believe me, saying. I know. Hey, Remain Chris, y'all have a great day. And <laughs> Say, what would you say, man? I was just going to say, I'm not going to put this guy. Well, I guess I'm sort of him. Look, before there was ever a hint of Mike Leach's name on any Twitter account, on any message board, on anything regarding the Mississippi State job, before it was even thought as a real possibility by a single solitary state fan anywhere, that includes me and you, Chris. Before any of that, I can confirm it. I could show you the proof. I got a text about Mike Leach from the one and only John Bond. So I don't care what anybody says. Don't think he's not still connected. I don't. What I'm saying is I don't know any of the details of how it happened. And I'm going to ask John someday. All I know is this: it didn't even it didn't even cross anybody's mind, and well before that. It was already on John Bond's mind. We'll see if a mic shows up yeah. in a Corvette, <laughs> a red one. <laughs> no, I think I think John. I think Mike would more like more and less show up in one of those little bitty beetle bugs because that would be that would be more his style. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it would. I mean, he's just he's just quirky. I mean, I love it, man. I do. He's great. I, I think this was the only. He's great, and I can't wait to watch him throw the passes 50, 50 times a game. I just wish Matt was in there throwing them. 50 yeah, times I do too. A game. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> hey, Chris, uh, do yourself a y'all favor. Have a great day. You too, man. Do yourself and a favor. See ya. Go, see ya. Go to YouTube and look up Mike Leach on student loans. I've laughed at a lot of his press conferences, Roger, over the years. I have. I found one last night I'd never seen before. I immediately sent it to my dad, a link to it. I rolled laughing through the whole thing. How long is it? Heck, man, it's like 12 minutes. Oh, well. He just goes on, and it's a press conference. Oh. It's a weekly press conference with Washington State Media, but at some point he got on the subject of student loans. He told the whole story of all the student loans he ever compiled, how he dealt with student loan bill collectors, how he for how he was able to forego some of it by taking classes continuously. <laughs> <laughs> how he even threatened to leave the country at one point because the collectors wouldn't leave him alone. And and all this stuff, you got to watch it. Because he great. went to law school, so he rang up some bills. Yeah, he did. He, he really did. Yeah. I'll give you a hint. Like at one point he said, you know, something like $45,000 in student loans. And you got to think he's an old guy. You know, this is not like recent. He goes, and, you know, it, it might as well have been $45 million. 
Like a week's pay now. He said, put a B on there. So make it a billion. I don't care. You ain't getting any of it. I don't have it. He said, I can barely support myself. <laughs> How dare you loan me money? He he did say that. <laughs> he said that he got his students. He said, I took my student loans out under the Carter administration. He said, let me just tell you. Car, I don't want to get, he goes, I don't want to get too political in here for some of y'all that were wilt. He said, but... <laughs> He said, trust me, the Carter administration is not who you wanted to take your student loans out of from under. Hey, look, they had interest <laughs> rates back in the day for, for houses that were like 20-something percent. Yeah. Hey, now people are, people are crying about three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are some rough years, man. You probably don't remember them. I don't remember yeah. them. I don't. <laughs> but Standing it seems line like for gas, all that's that it. I, I keep hearing sto- I hear stories from my parents about that about standing in line for gas we're, we're energy independent that's a whole different world man yeah trying to look at what time it is oh yeah so break's about to hit in a minute um from lester an lsu fan on the text line he says i'm from new orleans and it's already being talked about but he said uh, talking about joe burrow going to the saints he could easily pull an eli manning refuse to play for any Team that drafts him so that he can force a trade, go to his favorite team, the New Orleans Saints. Hey, look, the Manning set the precedent. Why not do it? If you're Joe Burrow, why not do it? I mean, we can stomp our feet and say we're not going somewhere. We don't want to go. Well, if they can do it, you can too. About Here's time little... for a new quarterback down there. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it soon. It, soon. Yeah, yeah. Drew's arm is just almost shot. We'll see, though, get his hand healthy. The monkeys stick around. We're too busy singing to put anybody down. We're just trying to be friendly. Come and watch us sing and play with a young generation. And we've got something to say. Back on the show, I'm Matt. In the Farm Bureau studio, Farm Bureau, go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau. Local agents, competitive rates, fast service, friendly service. That's what you get at Farm Bureau. Check them out, favrates.com. Time out. I was thinking one benefit of today's rain. Yeah. You had one of those hats with a salt ring in it. Yeah, right. Just wear it around a little bit today. <laughs> yeah, it'd wash it. It'd wash it right out for you, wouldn't it? Yeah. Jason on the text line says that first touchdown throw Burrow threw. What was it? 60, 70 yards in the air. Dropped it in the bucket down the rail from forty yards out on the opposite hash. It's a Peyton Manning type of throw. Wide receivers deserve some credit, but they can't catch. Um, they can't catch balls that don't get there. You know, LSU's defense deserves credit too because. The whole uh, Joe Burrow taking a shot in the ribs before halftime, uh, which he did, you know, he did take a shot in the ribs before half. And you could tell it was a real deal bruised up. I guarantee you he's he's hurting today. On the on the radio, I was listening to the to our, our coverage, and the reporter was standing there as he went by, and she said he was like, I hope I didn't break a rib back there. Yeah. You know, talking to the other players. Yeah. And, and, I mean, you could just tell. Okay, and what, his first three throws, I think it was, at the second half? 
weren't anywhere near target. And they were all three to the left side of the field. And where did he get hit? Got hit in the left ribs, right? He's throwing to his right. They hit him right here. That's what was hurt, left side. In the first three throws, he misses of the third quarter were all to his left where that left side is where you're contracting and pulling through the most. Of course, as a right-handed quarterback, that's always the case. And and he overthrew all of them. Ball sailed on him. It was not the same. And then he started to – it was almost like they ran the ball with him a couple of times. You get a shot or two, the cortisone kicks in, and, and then he was himself a little bit the rest of the way. Somebody texted me. I don't remember who it was. They said uh, they need to give him all caps, all of the pills. <laughs> I think that was mine. Well, that's yours? All the shots. Because <laughs> that that's, that's what they're going to do. You know, they're going to make sure that he may be in serious pain tomorrow. We're just going to make sure that he's not in serious pain the rest of tonight. They probably juiced him enough. He won't feel anything until next week. Well, and <laughs> he may not. All right, Michael in Starkville on the Divinity Equipment phone. Hey, Michael, what's up? What's up, man? What's going on? Yo. Man, uh, I know y'all are talking about the championship game, but I'll, I'm going to change gears just for a brief moment, if you don't mind, sir. Let's do it. That's fine. Uh, I get, I'm getting more and more excited, Matt. I was already ecstatic when we hired Mr. Leach. But, man, like, and then with the knowing that we're going to have Steve Spurrier's son on staff, that's just another added connection to make the Starkville area of Mississippi for recruits to go, hey, wait, that's Steve Spurrier's son. Oh, wait, he's the guy that, oh, shoot, I'm a receiver. I need to come play. Or at least it may just leech his name himself already make this place a better destination spot for receivers. And then you get the old ball coach's son to come along with him. It just kind of makes it a better target area. Mm-hmm. And well, I and, want and to add one more. Listen, let me add something okay. to that real quick. Um, yes, sir. I, I've done some reading, some studying. Um, I'll give you a heads up. We couldn't connect our schedules today because he was uh, in meetings all day. But a friend of mine, Tim Couch, who you know played, yeah. played at Kentucky, was a number one. I remember pick out of Kentucky, and his offensive coordinator, uh, QB coach at Kentucky, was Mike Leach. And yep. we'll get Tim on here to talk a little bit about him. But one thing that you can do a little research and find is that Leach, in terms of the way they practice the throw and catch and the basics and the fundamentals and the the way that they practice route running and, and that kind of stuff from a receiver perspective, he's just got a knack for it. They've had a knack for it. And oh, yes, Steve Spurrier Jr. coached with him at Washington State. There's some familiarity there. Mm-hmm. They're going to make the guys there – I mean, they're going to catch more balls, period. That's all there is to it. Oh, yeah. And and where it really is going to tr- – I don't know that it translates day one in recruiting yeah. receivers, Michael. I mean, because they're going to have to go on the recruiting trail and tell people, here's our stats, here's what we've done before, and it's all going to be That's about true. belief. Yeah. But as soon as – if they can get on and, – and there have look at Washington State. Year one at Washington State for Mike Leach was their worst yep. passing year of all the years he was there. It was the only yep. year, yep. his first year at Washington State was the only season that they threw for less than 4,000 yards. So we How about that too, right? Right, and we don't know what we're going to see <laughs> in year one. It will be thrown more. It will be caught more. We yep. just don't know how much. But if you see yes, dramatic improvement and lots of just more plays being made by the current receivers that are there, 
then the next yeah. recruiting cycle is where it's really going to translate. Yes, sir. Oh, hey, Matt, I hey. also wanted to – this is – wanted to add one more thing because I know you've got so many more callers. Uh, I just want to tell you this, and I think you'll be a little taken back in old memory lane here. My first game – I mean, well, my first season as a, as a state fan, I think I was uh, six years old, was the 1997 football season. And the game that I remember most of all to this day – was that egg bowl game? Oh I yeah, like it was yesterday. Yeah, that was a that uh, was a tough one to stomach for sure. That's when my uh, well, when I guess I really officially became okay. That's who Ole Miss is. Yeah, I don't like them very much. <laughs> <laughs> but and uh, the last thing is my favorite player the whole time. Not that you weren't one of my favorite players either, but was JJ Johnson and oh, I just. Yeah. Any word on what he's doing these days? I don't know exactly what he's doing. I got to see J.J. at the uh, reunion we had for the 98-99 teams at this year's Egg Bowl in Starkville. We, okay. uh, yeah. Good we stuff. Got to see him, and, you know, he seems to be really doing well. Good for him. Yeah. Well, all right. Thank you so much, Matt. Hail State. Hail State. Thanks for the call. Yeah, old J.J., as tough as anybody I've ever been around. Um. From a football perspective, personally, he's just, he's a real deal. And it was really neat to see him. It had been a lot of years since I'd seen him. Like the rest of us, he's put on a little weight. He doesn't look quite like he did when he played. But who does? <laughs> a few do, but very few do. All right, uh, let's see here. Text line, Nick. He says, what about Odell Beckham Jr. handing out cash to the players after the game? Okay, didn't see all of it. I was scrolling through Twitter at like 4 a.m. this morning, and, and I kind of skipped over it, and then somebody brought my attention to it later. Uh, was it I, trying to get him in trouble? Yeah, I would say this. I'm kind of glad he did it, and I'll tell you why. I'm kind of glad he did it because what I want is for more light to be shed on the reality of this NCAA stuff. Okay, and I'm not saying that just to try to be a, you know, a, a contrarian or to sound like, oh, I'm a real rebel, you know, and all this stuff. No, that's not what I'm trying to do. It's just the hypocrisy of the whole thing. And it happens every year. And I'm not, I mean, far be it for me to be one that sits here and takes up for Ole Miss and. They did what they did, got caught on what they got caught, got punished, all that kind of stuff. But in hindsight, looking back on it, you know, it definitely was. Whether they brought it on themselves, whether it was warranted or not, that Ole Miss stuff was definitely a situation where people, not only at the NCAA offices in Indianapolis, okay, but also around college sports and other parts of the country, wanted LS, wanted Ole Miss to get popped. That's why they got popped. The NCAA has completely turned a blind eye to North Carolina basketball, Duke basketball, and now LSU basketball and LSU football. Totally ignored some situation where a booster now has gone to jail for skimming money from a kid's hospital to give it to a recruit and a player's family. It's it's in the news. Totally just turned a blind eye to LSU basketball. Now, that's no different than what they've done with North Carolina. The NCAA 
is an absolute and complete joke. They are a ghost that we all believe in. I'm glad that Odell Beckham Jr. is doing that on camera. Put it on Front Street. Stick around. Back in the Farm Bureau studio, Farm Bureau, go with the home team. So we'll stream the second hour on Facebook. If you're watching on Twitter, using two different devices, one's not working. So we'll continue. We'll finish up here, uh, hour one on Periscope Twitter. We'll stream hour number two on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash Radio Wyatt. Of course, always streaming at thezone1059.com. Pull it up on your phone, thezone1059.com, and the iHeartRadio app. This guy at church this past weekend, a um, friend of mine, he's a little bit older than me, not much, a little bit, and he said, you know, uh, I do a lot of traveling, and the other day I was listening, I drove too far, I kind of got out of range. How do I keep up with it? I said, you just get the iHeartRadio app, download it. And he looked at me as if I had just spoken Mandarin Chinese to him and that's when i realized there are people of a certain age and you know of a certain lifestyle that if you say to them download an app they go huh what have your grandchildren download this app for you (laughs) well to him i said i'll tell you what just get on your phone and go to uh the zone 1059.com he goes oh okay i got it there you go so you know we need a little traffic thanks all things to all people that's what we're trying to be around here. We got the KISS principle on it. <laughs> Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> All right, uh, text line for you. How about this? This says, I agree about Joe Burrow being the best surefire number one pick, but although LSU is going to be loaded with talent next season, I think they lose at least two games just because Joe Burrow isn't there. They would have lost at least three games in the regular season this year without Burrow. Now, if you believe they would have lost three games without Joe Burrow this year, what three would those have been? Would they have lost to Alabama? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. But who else? He said three. (laughs) See, that's my question. Who are the other two? You're saying that that LSU team who just went 15-0, and who are the other two they would have lost to? Would it be Auburn? I guess. Would it be Florida? I guess that's it. I guess he's saying they would have lost to... Alabama, Auburn, and Florida without Joe Burrow, and I guess played Georgia this year. Didn't they? No, yeah. did not play Georgia this year. I wonder where our handy dandy schedule went. Oh, do we have those things laying around? Not anymore, apparently. <laughs> hey, let me see if I can go fast here on these uh, on the texts. Let's see, highest graded national championship uh, on the national championship team. Joe Burrow graded the highest of any of the LSU players, according to Pro Football Focus. Brad says, Roger, you scared me to death. I was driving and heard that train noise, and Lord, I thought it was a tornado. Hey, we're getting one of those notifications. Is it flash flood? Yeah, probably. Hang on a second. I guarantee you it's uh, Roger's phone's got the emergency thing going off right yeah, now. Flash flooding. Flash flooding. Is it still raining? Till 2.15. Yeah, we're downstream, everybody, too. It's unreal. Apparently all that rain you run into is headed our way. 
It's unreal. Now it's on the ground. <laughs> Look, the whole trip down here, like I told you, so this time I went through start while I came down 25. It's just water standing, floods, big lakes everywhere. Wait, the poor folks out the reservoir can't catch a, a break. They're trying to lower the level, and they, they've got it going out as fast as they can, but it keeps raining. They're trying to kill some salvia. Yeah. You know, that stuff is taking over. I'll tell you what I literally saw. As I got off Highway 25 and got on 16 to come over to Canton, hit the big highway there. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So I'm on 16 headed west on 16, back towards Canton. This is before you get to the Canton Golf Course, which, by the way, half of it's underwater (laughs) this morning. There is a field out there. Y'all need to go check on this cow. There's a field out there where the whole field is flooded except for one little bump, one little hump out in the middle of that field, and there's a cow standing on it. Oh, man. That that dry hump of ground, Roger, is as big as this sales office right here behind us. I'm going to say it's probably in the neighborhood of 20 by 20. <laughs> you know what happens? What happened during the uh, earlier in the year, the animal, like the deer and the predators were all on the same little yeah. The snakes, the snakes were all coming up there. That cow looked at me as if to say, hey, pull over, man. <laughs> Can cows swim? You'd think they'd be kind of buoyant with those five stomachs <laughs> and all the ga- all that gas they've got. <laughs> they might float upside down. Though. Right. Weren't we told years ago that part of the problem with the ozone is all these... And methane. All this cow gas. Yeah, but, but what are we going to do with all the dads? <laughs> right. Right. Second most... Uh, prolific producer put, of natural gas put barbecue joints out of business we're gonna shut them all down it's bad for the environment <laughs> no beer and cheese <laughs> uh the left tackle for lsu is sadiq charles he went to high school at mra number 77 let me tell you what go back and look at that screenplay in the second half he blocked it up the left sideline gracious alive ate up the corner and then out sprinted the guy down the sideline it was really impressive True Maroon says this. Jake Wimberly was pretty spot on with his articles on the Hourglass days before Leach was even mentioned. What a boss. Yep, Jake gets a ton of credit. He was on the Mike Leach train first, but I still tell you, long before Jake even mentioned it, I got a text from the one and only John Bond. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you what it said, but it had to do with Mike Leach. The first time, first place I heard anything about Mike Leach was from John Bond. I bet he was talking. He's friends with Hal. They probably all talking. Yeah, probably. Back in the day, <clears throat> Reservoir Dog. He says, "I guess the question is whether Orgeron plus Burrow is the same thing as Chiswick plus Newton." Hashtag one and done. Listen, y'all, think about that. What will be the difference here? Chiswick and Newton in 2010. Orgeron and Burrow in 2019. What do you think? I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I think LSU may be even be set up a little better than Auburn was to continue the elite recruiting and loading the roster the way you have to in order to kind of keep that thing going. That's what I think. But little of the magic is definitely going to be gone. Yeah. Lester says... The Saints gave up everything for Reggie Bush and Ricky Williams in the past, and I think everyone would agree that we would be more that he would be a more valuable asset for the future of the Saints organization than those two were. Talking about Joe Burrow. He says love the show. Um thank you. Uh, quarterback, Burrow, Saints. 
You give up everything to get him, though? Do you do that right now? Hmm. I, I don't know that you do. I mean, if you're the Saints, do you just have to go, hey, it didn't work out. We just happen to be good. We're not at the top of the draft. We can't take this guy right now. You can't give up everything to go get him if you're the Saints, can you? You kind of have too good of a thing going right now. Plus, you got a backup who I know is made of paper mache, but Teddy Bridgewater stayed healthy this year and took you to six and zero in his time. I don't know. I, I look. I'm not a GM. I don't have all the answers. Maybe John and Jackson does though. Let's check it out and see on the Divinity Equipment phone line. John, Matt, you just crushed me. I was certain to have the answer. Man, I had a wreck in my car. Wait a minute. All right. Say it again because you were breaking up. We crushed one. No, you don't have all the answers. If there's one person on this earth that has all the answers, I thought it was you. What are you? Are you being sarcastic? No, I'm not. (laughs) Matt, look. look, It's the morning show you're thinking about. A lot of people be shocked to hear that. Matt, I guarantee you, I don't know if you've ever had your IQ tested. I bet you're on a genius level, and I really believe that. It must be hell for you walking around this earth having to deal with morons like me. John, you know we're going to clip this out and make a promo out of it, don't you? God, I hope not. (laughs) I think there's FCC violations involved here and, (laughs) you know, whatever. But, uh, no, you know, you kept talking about John Bond, so I had to call in. You know what he did that I would say no other quarterback has ever done? Um, He, He beat LSU four years in a row. Yep, that's right. And I was at every one of those games. Were you really? Yeah, and what's even more incredible now? He's the high. He's the coach at my where my daughter goes to high school. Mm-hmm. Great guy. And I've always looked up to John. Oh my, he's so fantastic, man. He, he really uh, is. And you know what? He's old school. He's one of these coaches that's having to uh, deal with snowflakes, and it's interesting to watch him do it. Mm-hmm. You, you know, know uh, um, John. When I was a freshman at state, so this was July '95. I went to school. Uh, I went to school to take the second semester of summer school, get started early because that was my freshman year, and I didn't want to wait until August. I'm going to school early, right? And I had to get a job that summer at Van Landingham Lumber Company in Starkville in order to, per some NCAA rule, I had to during the summer anyway. I had to pay for my own dorm room so that it would be above board. And so I show up for the first day of work for Van Landingham Lumber Company. The job was they were renovating Hawthorne Dorm. Hawthorne Hall on the campus. They say, go down to the basement. You're going to be down there with a sledgehammer and a, um, and a wheelbarrow. You're busting out those double brick walls. Load the wheelbarrow with bricks. Bring them up. Dump them on a truck. Go back down and get more. It's you and one other guy. He's down there. He'll show you what to do. I said, okay. So I go down the construction elevator, get down to the basement, walk in, and there stands, holding a sledgehammer, handing it to me, John Bond. <laughs> And that whole summer, we swung that sledgehammer and busted out bricks and loaded them on the truck. And then we took dibs on certain days for who got to work outside because they had cheerleader camp going on at Rice Hall across the street. <laughs> John wanted the, that was wanted probably the best summer of your life. It was a best great one. Of your life. It was one of those. Yeah. It was back when I would take my shirt off on purpose in front of girls. Oh, and oh. That, we don't do that anymore around here. You know what I'm saying, John? No. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> hey, thanks for the call, guy. Yeah, ma'am. Bye. See you. Might not elicit the desired response. No, it wouldn't. Laughter. Laughter. Yeah, laughter's a good thing. Scorn. <laughs> Pictures. I'd be... Oh, yeah, social media. I'd Ooh. be Instagram famous in all the wrong ways. Hour two coming up. Stick around.
He's a big star. 